2: It's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday.
0: This episode of the Sportsman's Nation is brought to you by Outdoor Edge in their complete lineup of replaceable blade knives, That's N A T I O N 3 0 for 30% off of your purchase. Welcome to the How to Hunt Deer Podcast. This podcast series was designed to educate those who are interested in becoming deer hunters. We cover a variety of topics that will help you become more confident and comfortable in the field while hunting deer. On this episode, the guys get into a great discussion about different approaches when it comes to deer hunting. Matt, Dan, and Hank talk about the differences between hunting from the ground in a ground blind or elevated in a tree stand. They break down what approach might be the best strategy depending on if you're using a bow, crossbow, or firearms. The guys also talk about different strategies based on where in the country you live and hunt. This is very important because terrain and vegetation can play a huge role in how far you can see or where you can set up for an ambush point. The information in this episode is so good you may want to listen to it twice. Hey everyone, this is episode number 7 and today we're going to be talking about different approaches to hunting and uh this is going to fall a little bit in line with some strategy Uh, again we're talking about uh different terrain uh, where you hunt in the united states could dictate your approach to how you hunt and uh, i think a lot this is going to be a a pretty self-explanatory episode where we start talking about should a guy hunt from a tree should a guy hunt from the ground, use a ground blind? Should he be mobile walking around? And uh, I don't know, Hank, how, how should we kick this episode off?
2: I think we should just start from above ground and go down. Okay. Top down.
0: So, believe it or not, back in the day uh, in Iowa, it was illegal to hunt at an elevated position it you could not hunt out of a tree stand Uh, obviously things have changed since then and we've learned that hunting from a elevated position is a very good way to beat a deer's senses whether that's sight or smell or uh, hearing Um, and there are a variety of different options when it comes to getting elevated uh we have ladder stands we have hang-on systems and, and uh climbing different climbing methods uh matt do you do you have a favorite or do you have a uh an option for getting elevated using a tree stand that might benefit a new hunter
1: well, before yeah, I do have a favorite, and uh, I want to talk about each one of those. But before I say that, do you know why it was illegal? I do not. And uh, a lot of folks might think it was a safety thing, but they thought of it as it was uh, to the advantage of the hunter, and it was not, you know, it was basically unfair to deer. Okay. Um, and it's it's appropriate that we are actually starting with above-the-ground options because, you know, deer have, um, they have a sense that they're, Looking for danger, we mentioned before about their ability to see um, kind of on the horizon. They're not really expecting danger to come from above them, which is why they've evolved to have that vision that we described in an earlier episode of a horizontal strip of like acuity. And uh, so getting above the ground, and up off the ground, there are these different options that you mentioned. Um, you still need to consider not moving around a lot, yeah. Um, but each one of those might expose you a little bit more, your silhouette to what deer are seeing. So, so movement is all a, a consideration there. So if you don't know what a ladder stand is, we'll just, why don't we go through each yeah. one of these. A ladder stand is a platform that is attached to a um, down uh, rigger or down ladder that is all one piece that you lean up against the tree. A hang on stand, which is what Dan mentioned, is a platform that straps directly to the tree but there's no steps to it it's up there by itself so you have to get away up there and there's other systems that come with or you purchase uh, that can get up there Um, you can use stick sticks that you screw into the tree those aren't always allowed though there are sticks or, or pieces of metal that have multiple steps on it that strap on but that's what a hang on stand is the third one you mentioned was climber which is a stand that's got a platform, again, that you're going to be sitting or standing on, but it has a second uh, piece to it. There's two pieces that you inchworm your way up the tree. So you're standing on the platform, you you shimmy up the top part, you pull up the, the part that you're standing on, and you just kind of inch your way up. So there's no steps that are needed. You go up as you need to, you stop at the height that you, you want to be at, and then you come back down. And then the third thing is a saddle, which is kind of a newer... Uh, technology that's used, which is kind of a combination of a couple of these. You need steps to get up there, so you need to have something to get higher up in the tree. But instead of a platform, which is what the other three stands offer, it's it's just a mesh seat that you're hanging from that's attached to the tree by a rope. And it's a little lighter, and that's why people uh, choose that to in some cases so they can be more mobile. So those are all different options. My personal favorite of those four um, is... I've hunted out of everything but the saddle um, is probably right now. And this has changed with my age being 45 <laughs> um, right now is probably hang on stands the most. Um, but I actually have almost as many ladder stands because my kids are starting to go with me yeah. and I'm old. So yeah. uh ladder stand is the safest. I mean, you have a physical set of stairs that you can go up any new hunter. They're heavy. They're, they're a little bit difficult to move around. Um, none of these are impossible though. Uh, but you, the ladder stand is something that I'm using more and more frequently as I age, um, but probably my favorite is is a hang-on right now, which takes a couple parts, but I can move those around. Um, when I was in my 20s, talking about a while ago, yep. I hunted almost exclusively out of a climber, and I, I loved it. Um, I was in New Hampshire at the time. New Hampshire is a state that actually has a fair amount of public land and private land in that state, that's not posted is open access. It's just kind of the state culture there. So I had a lot of places I could move around, and I didn't own a lot. I didn't. I was in my twenties, so I had one really good climber that I took with me everywhere. I came in and out of the woods. Um, one thing that we should say in this session, though, is: Do you need to be off the ground to kill a deer? Yeah. And no, you don't. Yeah. Um, I, I will say I'm again because I'm getting older, and my kids are going with me, and because I'm really trying to spend a lot of time with new hunters, like folks. Uh, that are listening to this um, I am spending more and more time hunting from the ground than I used to too so I'm investing in buying certain things that allow me to either conceal myself in the brush um, or will bring bring other options which we'll talk about on the ground but yeah. right now I mean they're all real they all have a purpose you purchase and use what makes sense to you um, based on safety based on Uh, your resources i mean if you don't own something that can move a bunch of big stands around you probably don't want to own a bunch of big stands Um, so you make those choices yeah
0: you hank you have experience mentoring and teaching uh new hunters have you found that new hunters feel more comfortable in one type of tree stand or another or maybe on in the ground
2: absolutely um so when we get reviews back, you know, putting people even in, you know, high-dollar raised platform stands, which I guess we kind of haven't gotten to, but, you know, kind of a raised shooting house, or even ground blinds, um, the the reviews aren't near as high as when you put them up in a tree stand. They like the wind in their face being up above, kind of that, that view, field of view. Um, people just feel like they're more in the game when they're up in those tree stands exposed to the elements that, you know, um, I think more of us season hunters kind of get comfortable, and we like being out of the rain and stuff sometimes. And uh, we've experienced those views, but um, most new hunters report really enjoying getting up in those stands. And you know, for for the mentoring hunts, and you know, even uh, you know, I enjoy climbing up in a double ladder stand and putting my backpack beside me and having a little room to stretch out. So. Um, I've got a lot of double ladder stands that we hunt solo out of, or you can take a, a friend or a new hunter with yeah. you, so, so really nice.
1: for those that don't know, a double ladder stand is a ladder stand that has two seats in yeah. it. Yeah.
0: yeah, yeah. And there's a, I mean, these, when it comes to these products, and we're going to talk, uh, and we keep referring to other episodes, but in this series, it's kind of uh, a, a Uh, conglomeration of everything that we're talking about. We're going to refer to, you know, different episodes. We're going to be talking about gear next, but specifically... On ladder stands or tree stands in general, there are a variety of different shapes and sizes and heights and ways to climb that can benefit. Just like uh, a firearm or a weapon, you can customize or, or, or select from that fit that feels comfortable to you. So, if you're afraid of heights, maybe a, a tree stand isn't really for you. If you like to see a long ways, you know, you might be. Uh, you know, might be better off in a, in a tree stand, but when it comes to, let's say a learning curve, Matt, you mentioned that back in the day you used a lot of climbers. Is there a learning curve in your opinion that comes like, is there a short learning curve on how to use some of this equipment, how to set up a tree stand?
1: Yeah, but it's pretty short. It's not like, um, what we were talking about with bows and guns that you really need to practice. Um, you know, I would recommend if you purchase a tree stand um, to try and practice it. You know, putting it up in a in a yard uh, next to your house or going to a place that you can uh, really easily access. If you don't own property, you know, maybe go to a to a, a park or a state uh, game area that has a parking lot and try it right there, where you where you have the ability to just try it. But it is it is pretty easy. Yeah. Um, it it's it's also. Uh, pretty safe there's some safety considerations in terms of uh, making sure that you have the right if you're going to decide to tree stand hunt uh, we mentioned again earlier um, lifeline and a safety harness um, which is imperative to have it's it's the safest way to hunt and also to put up a tree stand Um, what a lifeline is is a rope that's basically attached to the tree high up um, once the stand's in place so that when you're ready to climb in uh, once the stand is erect and on the tree, you can clip in so that your safety harness, which is a uh, a s- system of straps that goes around your body having which has a uh, a rope off the back of it so that if you fall you 're being held by your um, the center of your back, you clip into that right before you even start walking up up the stand or to get into the stand. so if you do happen to slip and fall you 'll just be suspended no matter yeah. where you are
0: yep. I, I will put a little bit of a ranking on these because I, I feel that when it comes to a learning curve, they're, they're, a ladder stand is pretty self-explanatory. Like you said earlier, you leaned up against mm-hmm. a tree, strap it in, and it for the most part, it stays in one spot. Uh, uh, the next would be a, a hang-on stand with what, whatever method of climbing. These have to be strapped to the tree, then you have to climb up. The, the 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 climbing sticks or however you plan on gaining uh, elevation, and then you have to hang the the hang on on that that takes in my opinion a little bit more of a learning curve to feel comfortable doing it, and sometimes um, depending on you know how big a person is may be a deterrent of you know or the the ease of that and there's other ways to uh, correct that with safety equipment. Mm-hmm. And then the last one would be a climber because you aren't going up with any type of sticks. You're using the stand itself as the climbing method as yeah. well. So I would, I would put them in that order of, um, uh, of difficulty. But with that said, the more you use it, the more comfortable you will be with all that.
2: And there should be some consideration, um, you know, Ladder stands come in different shapes and sizes and and different uh, levels of bars around you when you're in the seat or whatever. But, you know, some ladder stands are built to use a gun or crossbow better than a vertical bow. A lot of bow hunters really like lock-ons because once you stand up on the platform, you're pretty unencumbered to shoot your bow. So there's a little bit of consideration with that. Um, If you were going to put up a hang-on stand, I would watch a YouTube video on how to safely do that. Most ladder stands come with great instructions, um, but there's a and it, you know if you are not going to be hunting one specific property a lot, the climbing stand you can carry in, carry out. People do do that with lightweight hang ons, but I, in my opinion, it's a lot more work than than running the climber up. Myself. Yeah,
1: I, I also think that um, you know trying to practice and put up the stand within within reason of trying a few times people will get the hang of it but right. you don't have to the first time you put up a tree stand in period you don't have to go to the maximum height that you want to hunt at exactly. you could actually take a hang on or lock on as we're calling it too um and literally put it on a tree that has at your eye level you know just do it right at your waist level to practice with the strap and tightening it feeling what that looks like and then take it off put it back on um uh, maybe go up one step and try it where you're only a few feet off the ground so that you're getting the hang of the mechanics of going up there. One of the things that does help put up tree stands, especially when you're working, um, not, a, not necessarily a ladder stand. You just have to raise that from the ground. You just leaned it up against the tree. Right. Um, but these other stands we're talking about, they make a um, tree climbing system where you can p- put a strap around the back of the tree and it, you're, you're pretty secure. A lineman's belt is what they call it. Yeah. Yep. Um, and that actually leads to a discussion on how high do you need to be to yeah. uh, successfully hunt. It depends on where the tree is and where the trail is, um, but you don't need to be extremely high. Some people hunt like, like to hunt really high up uh, off the ground. Um, it actually creates a little bit of a steep angle, so it, it challenges the, the shot a little bit. But probably the average, um, the height that you need to be is only 10, 12, maybe 15 feet off the ground. Right. Um, there are people that go higher. Um, But just that little bit of elevation um, will will give you a lot of advantage.
0: Yeah. And where I hunt. The higher that I go, the more branches I have to shoot through. Mm -hmm. So, or, you know, potentially having to trim what we call shooting lanes. You put a, you put your tree stand up and when the deer walks by, they need to be in a shooting lane that you've created by trimming branches back or tying branches back, depending on um, what the rules are on the property that you hunt. But uh, that just gives you uh, a clear shot at the animal when they come through. Um, So what are so we, we've talked about you know, tree stands here we've talked about that it gives the hunter the advantage based off of how deer see um what kind of scenarios are do you guys think uh, a tree stand uh would would be the most beneficial in can you guys think of some some scenarios where uh, a tree stand is going to be better off than a ground blind or hunting from the ground
1: that's a good question um trying to think through the decision-making process when I'm looking for a place that I want to ambush a deer. Yeah. Um, generally, if there's limited tree options, um, if there's no trees or the trees within the distance that I think I need to be to shoot at the deer, if there's nothing good there, I'll probably default to being on the ground. Yeah. Um, if it is in a setting where there are options and there are trees around that I feel like I can get into... And thinking back to access, how do I get to that tree? Can I do it, you know, quietly? Um, And then also be in a place where the wind is in my favor. Um, I do tend to look for tree options first, especially in cover in the woods. I'll just start eliminating or or looking for options saying, can I get in a tree over here? And if there is, that's where I end up up looking for. Because I like hunting out of a tree. Like I mentioned a second ago, I feel like I'm... I'm in the game, I guess, as it as it is yeah. what you said, yeah, it just there's a there's a huge high level of uh satisfaction in hunting for me to be in a tree stand. It just kind of feels right, but yeah, what about you hank?
2: um you know, especially with archery hunting, I like to be up in a tree, yeah. you can archery hunt out of ground blinds great um yeah but for some and it's it's probably scent control as well, you know, getting elevated can get your scent out of there, get your scent over a deer if they're close enough so. Um, When I'm archery hunting, I tend to stay in a stand more and enjoy being in a stand.
0: Yeah. Okay. So that's kind of like a per—go ahead.
1: Another thing with that, that's exactly the right answer, and it's a good point. Um, We also talked about how warm it is typically in the the archery season versus later in the year. It's also easier to get in and out of trees. The later in the year, the more gear you have on, which we'll talk about, the harder sometimes it is to feel— safe climbing in and out of trees um so that's another reason but
2: yeah. yeah but you know just for some historical reference i mean tree stands didn't become popular until what the 1980s i mean before that people really didn't you know there's a lot of stories of people climbing up and sitting in the saddle of a limb or whatever but um you know tree stands are fairly a modern invention for deer hunting mm-hmm.
0: yeah Yeah. And that's a perfect transition into ground blinds uh, because there are places that can't accommodate a tree stand, or maybe the strategy is better to hunt from the ground in a a concealed ground blind. Um, What are some things, Hank, in your opinion, that uh, people need to consider when finding a location for a ground blind and then how to set it up?
2: Yeah. So... Obviously, kind of those same things we talked about earlier in scouting, you know, you, you got to put yourself in the right position and have the deer in the direction that you're hoping and the wind and everything. Um, big consideration for me, um, you know, if you're going and throwing out this ground blind that's this big box, put it out a couple weeks early. You know, let yeah. the deer get used to it. Um, but it's a big consideration for both if you're, you know, above ground or even on the ground, and, and I think a lot of people—it's something I've learned over the years. Everybody thinks that um, you know, being camouflaged or being hidden is a, what, about what's in front of you. But really, the the trick to not getting um, you know noticed by a deer is what's behind you. If yeah. you're moving and you don't have a solid, good cover, if there's light coming in from behind you and you move, that deer's going to pick up on that. Yeah. So, you know, the ground blind or even sitting up against a tree or terrain where you're not skylighted that there's something behind you whether you know and and that's another point is you know sitting on the ground you don't have to have a ground blind you know if you have good camo you can just sit up against a tree you know as matt said earlier movement is really one of the issues so if you if you're good and comfortable sitting on the ground um especially rifle hunting and stuff it's one of my favorite ways to hunt it's just kind of Sit up against the tree for a little while. If nothing happens, maybe ease off and try it again a little somewhere else. Yeah. But,
1: ground, um, ground blinds offer that opportunity to conceal movement the best. Uh, the o- other alternative is try not to move as much as you, you just said. And there's actually other a couple other ways that you can hunt from the ground that actually involve movement, uh, where mm-hmm. people are um, either slowly walking through where they expect deer to be at that time of day, in fact, I feel like uh, you, you, uh, Dan, had success doing that here recently, right? <laughs> I got lucky. <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, that's called still hunting. But you're moving very slow, like you, you're you're creeping through the woods, taking a couple small steps, and, and looking around and waiting for a little bit, and then you take a couple other more steps. Uh, not not a brisk walk. You're just, but there's movement involved, and mm-hmm. you're still on the ground. Uh, typically, people do that with firearms. Um, But you can still hunt with with archery equipment. And then another type of hunting, there are other ways that you try to push deer in a specific place. And when I say push deer, it could be where you're walking and there's somebody else at another point in the property and they're waiting for the deer to come through. Um, Or you're just trying to get the deer to move. You know, the intent is actually to jump a deer or get them to jump up. Um, you need to be a pretty quick shot doing that. I wouldn't recommend that with somebody that's trying to hunt for the first time. But that is another technique if you've right. ever heard of of uh, those styles of hunting. They're called deer drives, pushing, you know, pushing deer, deer yep. bumping deer. Some people do try that. Um, it's probably at the lowest rate of success because you're basically alerting deer that you're there. Um, but that's another thing you could do from the ground. If yeah. I was going to be on the ground. And I felt like I was going to be moving around a lot, or I had more than just one person, um, with a new hunter with my kids. Um, I do like ground blinds cause it protects from some of that, but man, there's times during the season that I just don't want to go out. It's say it's firearm season. I'm not going to be at a tree. It's cold. And I just, I want to go hunting and I don't want to go to either a blind that I have hung up I or put up. I, uh, I didn't put it up early enough. I feel like, you know, I, I need to just go to another part of the property where I will just literally go and sit on the ground and sit my, sit against a tree. Yeah. I think, I mean, I do that a fair amount during the deer season. And uh, sometimes you can surprise the deer and yourself by actually seeing deer that way. You don't have to have all this equipment. Um, one thing I will also add to the ground blind discussion, though, if you decide to do that, advice from experience Make sure you stake it down really, really well (laughs) because if it is up for a couple weeks, and even a light wind can move those things around. So I have learned over the years that I I go above and beyond to make sure the thing is not going to blow away in the wind.
0: Yeah, I think when it comes to benefits versus, uh, I guess, a hindrance. All right, uh, plus and minuses. If we're going to talk about that for. uh, hunting elevated in a tree stand versus hunting from the ground, uh, in a ground blind, a ground blind for the most part is going to limit your view to a, whatever is in front of that window. That's really all you can, can see. Uh, yes, there's probably other windows, but you're not going to have those windows open because the light that comes through the other window will alert deer again with that silhouette moving back and forth so that's one personal reason why i don't like it but if you have a child and let's say you know where the deer are coming out you've done your scouting you know that they're coming out in this field you set your ground line up and, and you're basically just waiting for them to appear a a ground blind is an awesome option for for something like that i am a tree stand hunter i like to see 360 I like to see everything around me. I like to know what's coming. I like to know even where my wind is blowing. I don't know. That's just, that's my style. That's what I feel comfortable with. But to emphasize your point, Matt, you don't need that. First time hunters do not need that. As a matter of fact, I would probably suggest that you spend time on the ground, seeing what deer see, living in that particular environment trying to figure out you know you know see just how the terrain looks different you know because if you're in a blind it's limited if you're above you have a different angle a view of the entire world looking down at it at an angle and uh i don't know it's just if especially if you're budget right you're you budget savvy i think a lot of that this stuff just just go for a walk yeah
2: yeah i mean um, I see a lot of people, you know, even driving up and down the reds in Michigan or whatever. I mean, there's a lot of people that have gone to shooting houses, which are just kind of a, usually a wooden structure. Some look like kayak materials today, but there are these, you know, more um, structure, not these soft sided ground blinds that people are hunting out a lot of today. It keeps you out of the weather, um, more of a gun hunting approach. But um, there's a lot of different variation on what people hunt out of, but none of it's necessary. Um, you'll probably spook more deer sitting on the ground and still hunting, but you're going to learn from it.
0: Yeah. Yeah. You, just like when I gave kind of a, a ranking on the ladder, uh, stands, I'll give a ranking on what I would use in different scenarios. So if I was an archery hunter, I would probably get elevated in a tree stand. to to kick things off you're going to have more movement if you're in a ground blind you have to be aware that you have to draw your bow so you don't want your back elbow to bump the stand you don't want to shoot i mean you hear these stories about people shooting through the ground blind shooting their bow through the ground blind because their bow isn't up above the window their sight is but their their bow isn't um if I was a gun hunter or if I had a child and I was hunting over a field, I think a ground blind would be a great idea. Another another option I would say equally on that would be the, the still hunting or just leaning up against a tree with a firearm. There's a lot more movement in your body for deer to pick up when you're drawing a bow. That's why I like to get elevated.
1: And, and you can use terrain to the, your feature even on that. There's Absolutely. a lot of times that I, I will go out and just say, you know what, I'm going to go sit. I I need to get to this corner of the property because I've been seeing lots of deer over there through experience. I need to get over there. I'm not going to go put up a new stand. I'm not going to drag something with me. Um, But what I will do is go out there and look for a point on the elevation of the topography where I may be above the deer, uh, meaning the trail is like halfway down the slope. I'll go to the top of the slope and get to a point where maybe I'm not silhouetted, But almost up there, put my back against the tree so when the deer come down the trail I'm expecting them to do, I'm still above them. I may only be five feet above them, but I'm above in elevation.
2: Yeah. You know, one real consideration, um, Matt talked about setting up these stands and practicing that. Um, Consider shooting out of whatever implement you're going to use to hunt Mm -hmm. out of. If you're going to hunt from an elevated stand, set it up in your backyard with your archery target. Or, um, you know, if you're going to be rifle hunting out of a ladder stand, see if you can set one up where you can still shoot your rifle get comfortable the ground blind even more so you know um shooting from a seated position like in a chair without a rest in front of you you know offhand is very difficult so you might want to think about a shooting stick or something to steady your gun but i would i would say to any listener practice how you're going to hunt in the field get yourself comfortable with it it'll pay dividends when that opportunity does come you're going to be better prepared to make it happen.
0: Right. And if you have the time again, and you're budget friendly, uh, you're you're trying to think of of budget. You can build a ground blind with sticks and fallen branches and bushes and create kind of a little hideaway that does the same thing as a ground blind. And you can create that for free. Yeah. So um, other than that, are there any other approaches that we need to talk about here? I think it's pretty self-explanatory.
1: No, uh, you know, hunting, it goes back eons, right? Hunting yeah. is hunting. I think there's parts of each person, like we all hunt a little differently. We use different things. Um, and you'll have your own kind of personal uh, favorite thing once you've tried a couple of things. But you don't need every piece of gear. Uh, there's many a days that I've gone out and just said, do I have my license? Yep. Do I have my if I'm using a firearm, do I have my firearm? Yep. Do I have bullets? Yep. Okay, let's go. That's all you need. Just go sit. I'm licensed and I have something to shoot. And as long as I'm safe, if I'm wearing the right orange, if that's what I need to do, let's go.
0: Thanks for listening to today's episode. If you want to find out more information and utilize additional resources, visit DeerAssociation.com slash hunting 101. There you will find links to the YouTube series guide to successful deer hunting ebook new hunter sign-up sheets and deer hunting 101 courses additionally you can listen to more outdoor themed podcasts at sportsmansnation.com on itunes or anywhere you download your podcasts